Hello, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on this Friday, January the 14th. And wherever you are, whenever you are listening to this, I wish you God's grace and God's life and God's goodness today within you, among you, or around you. Uh, thanks for being a part of this pod. If you are new to this and wondering who is this guy, my name is Joe Zank. I am, well, I am a lay Catholic minister. I have been a lay Catholic minister, well, pretty much all my life, but the last 30 years professionally doing so in various roles. And just recently, I stepped away from those roles within the church and uh, now I am a minister uh, within a hospice situation, and so doing spiritual care there. And so every day, Monday through Friday, I read generally the gospel of the day and uh, try to give a point or maybe two for us to chew on uh, throughout the day from that gospel message. Today is no different. We are going to continue sequentially through Mark's gospel. We finished the first chapter of Mark yesterday, and so we are going to start in the second chapter today. So for those following along with, uh, we will read Mark chapter 2, verses 1 to 12. Renee, any thoughts on this before I get going? I think you're going to do a good job, baby. <laughs> That's the best color woman in the, uh, in the podcast analysis world right there. <laughs> So, my friends, uh, let's break open God's Word together. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. When Jesus returned to Capernaum after some days, it became known that he was at home. Many gathered together so that there was no longer room for them, not even around the door, and he preached the Word to them. They came bringing to him a paralytic, carried by four men. Unable to get near Jesus because of the crowd, they opened up the roof above him. After they had broken through, they let down the mat on which the paralytic was lying. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to them, Child, your sins are forgiven. Now, some of the scribes were sitting there asking themselves, Why does this man speak that way? He is blaspheming. Who but God alone can forgive sins? Jesus immediately knew in his mind what they were thinking to themselves. So he said, Why are you thinking such things in your heart? Which is easier for you? Which is easier, to say to the paralytic, Your sins are forgiven? Or to say, Rise, pick up your mat, and walk? But that you may know that the Son of Man has authority to forgive sins on earth. He said to the paralytic, I say to you, rise, pick up your mat, and go home. He rose, picked up his mat at once, and went away in the sight of everyone. They were all astounded and glorified God, saying, We have never seen anything like this. My friends, the Gospel of the Lord Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I mean, isn't this a wonderful story? Again, very familiar. All the synoptics, Matthew, Mark, Luke, all have this story in various ways. And, and, and particularly, I mean, it's, 
the the main characters are the same jesus the four the paralytic the uh the um antagonists who are the scribes over here wondering about the blasphemy so all those things are the same and and listen i've heard, you've heard it preached on i've heard it preached on a hundred times so what on earth can i bring that's new to this story I guess I just want to bring a couple of things for us to chew on here. Before I even get into that, just a little bits and pieces that are kind of fun. Um, so in, I don't remember if it's Mark or Luke, the, the house isn't his own. It's actually Peter's house, but not in Mark. In, uh, in Mark's gospel, did you hear it? When Jesus returned to Capernaum, where was he? Remember? Uh, it was at Capernaum where he cured Peter's mother-in-law, where he called Peter and Andrew and James and John and cured the demoniac. But then when everybody was looking, he said, nope, we got to go out there. There are other places as well that need to hear my word and more importantly need to be caught up in the, uh, the kingdom of God and caught up in the fight. And so he goes out amongst those other towns and is curing and healing people out there like yesterday when he healed the leper. But now he's coming back. And what's he coming to? He's coming to his own home. Don't take my word for it. So this is Jesus. He's not, not at Nazareth. He's not in the home of Jesus or Joseph and Mary. He's in his own home at Capernaum. When Jesus returned to Capernaum, after some days, it became known that he was at home. Isn't that interesting? You know, um... I just never think of Jesus as being a homeowner, you know? He says foxes of the, or, you know, birds of the field. I don't know, I'm screwing it up. Uh, birds of the air have no nest. Foxes uh, have no den, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. Now, did I totally screw that up? You get the point. Birds have, have nests, foxes have dens, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. And he really didn't. Because, especially even here in Mark, he's constantly taking the battle to the quote-unquote prince of this world. And he's winning it back uh, for the one who owns it, the one who created it, the one who, in whose image, you know, we see all these wonderful and, and wondrous things. Um, but yet he's still at home. Still at home. So he's at home. And, uh, and I don't know about you, but if I have four people... Uh, bringing a paralytic on a mat and breaking into my roof and letting him down in front of me, my first words wouldn't have been, child, your sins are forgiven. My first words would have been, you did what to my roof? Um, you guys better call the roofer and you're, you're footing the bill first? Okay, now let's deal with your problem. So Jesus, much better homeowner than I am, at least much more compassionate and generous. I couldn't have seen beyond my broken roof. But, you know, he is the Son of God, so <laughs> praise and thank him for that. Just please, my friends, if you bring a paralytic to me, come through the front door, as long as we have that understanding. So let's now, now that I kind of did that clever and wonderful tangent, let's get to the two points. The first is this, is exactly what Jesus said. So these four friends let down their friend on a mat because it's the only way they could find to get near Jesus. And it says, when Jesus saw their faith, he said to them, child, your sins are forgiven. 
He didn't say, it doesn't say, when Jesus um, quizzed them and learned what level of catechism they knew, then he understood their faith. It doesn't say Jesus, you know, quizzed them about the Gospels and about, you know, is, is God fully human and fully man within me? I'm not saying any of these things are unimportant. I'm saying that's not what Scripture says. It says when Jesus saw their faith, he said to them, child, your sins are forgiven. That their faith wasn't something to be um, learned in an exchange of words. Faith was something to be seen. And their faith was easily seen in how they helped their friend. So here's ponderance number one. Whose assistance, whose faith um, undergirded their love for you? And because of that, they assisted in bringing you to the place where you are right now in knowing who Christ is. Who played that role of the four friends? Maybe it's one person, maybe it's two, maybe it's four, maybe it's a dozen. Who would you say were those main people who carried you, who lifted you, who taught you, who showed you, who uh, nurtured you, who because of their great faith in who God is, in the person of Jesus Christ, couldn't help but bring you there. And, and because of their work, here you are today. That's the first thing I invite you to ponder. Who, and again, you don't have to answer, you know, all 33 of them or, or however many you have. Who do you want to thank God for today? What one or two people in your life do you want to thank God for? And then what I want you to do, thank God for them. Lift them up in prayer. If they're still among us, can you send them a Facebook message? A text? A tweet? A card? A phone call? Who do you want to say especially thank you? Without you, I'm not sitting here right in front of Christ having this exchange with him that I'm having. But because of you, here I am. Point number one. Point number two is this, is the exchange that happens because of these friends and because of their work and because of their vision and their goodness. Jesus saw their faith and he says to you and me and the one on the mat, child, your sins are forgiven. Now, the scribes and the elders, they don't like that at all because they're thinking he's blaspheming. Why does this man speak that way? Who but God alone can forgive sins? Jesus knew immediately what they were thinking. He said, why do you think this way? Which is easier for me to say, your sins are forgiven, arise, pick up your mat and walk. We know how that works. I mean, the bottom line is, my friends, we, and, and I'm sure we all know this at some level, the scribes and elders, they're not wrong here. 
Who alone but God can forgive sins? But of course, Jesus isn't wrong. And we could say, well, Jesus could do it because he was God. You and I still can't do that. But do you think I'm going to let you off that easy? You know that's not true. You and I both know that's not true. You and I have been baptized into Christ Jesus. And we've risen a new creation in Christ. We've risen an altar Christus, another Christ. And we've been given the great commission by Christ. If we are following, we follow in his footsteps by doing what he did. And what did he do? He forgave. Yes, it is God's work to forgive. But we participate in the life of God here and now. We open ourselves that the Spirit may find a home within us, may come through our roof, may come through that hole and, and find that home within us and through us and through him, with him and in him, that we can participate by forgiving others as well and releasing them from the entrapment that our guilt and our shame keeps us in. And of course, don't take my word for it. We always take Christ's word for it. The easiest one to go to is the Lord's Prayer. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses at the same level. And, and because of that grace, help us in turn to, to extend that same grace to others. Forgive us our trespasses as we too forgive those others in our lives. Uh, or we go to Matthew, or we go to John, where he breathes the Holy Spirit on them and says, you know, peace be with you. As, as you have been forgiven, so share this forgiveness with others. Or in Matthew, where originally in Matthew 16, he gives the keys to Peter, but later, like two in, in chapter 18, he gives the keys to all of us in that those things that we hold bound on earth are held bound and those that we loose in terms of forgiveness are loosed. Brothers and sisters, Jesus invites us into the same mission and ministry of forgiveness. Who alone but God can forgive sins? That's right. But we, by virtue of who we say we are, by virtue of the one we follow, by virtue of being immersed into that spirit, by, by virtue of that spirit living within us, by virtue of the grace that we have been given, we open ourselves and allow that same spirit to forgive others and free them through us. So who, my friends, are those people in our lives that because of their faith brought us face to face with Christ? Let's thank God for them today. And secondly, how can we participate in that action of God today? Because it is clearly an action of God in that we can free others and forgive them and free them and, and allow them to rise in a new way and regain their strength and be somebody new. Because you know what happens when we do that? we become astounded and glorify God. And people everywhere say, we've never seen anything like this. 
They will know we are Christians by our love one for another. And there's no better way than following in the footsteps of the forgiveness of our God. Let's pray. We finish up the uh, glorious mysteries today, brothers and sisters. So let's begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The fifth glorious mystery, Mary is crowned Queen of Heaven. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. My friends, have a wonderful weekend. Blessings to it. Thanks for being present today and uh, breaking open God's word with me. And I look forward to us doing more of this next week. God's peace.